Hello folks, welcome to the news in Carroll County, the only podcast that brings you all the latest news from around Carroll County, Texas, and beyond, but mostly Carroll County. From our climate control studios here inside Doyle Wayne's Mini Storage and etc., conveniently located on Highway 39, just past Tina's Tater Palace, but before you get to the old Gilmer home place with the horse trailer for sale, we'll talk about all the things that make this one of the finest places to live on planet Earth. From the goings on to the people that do the going, if you haven't already heard it from old Jerry Foxworth and that bunch at the gas station, you'll hear it here first. My name's Doyle Wayne Simmons, and I'll be your host. And here with me in the studio is my good friend, first cousin, and co-host, Mr. Cecil Watkins. Cecil, hello, and welcome to the podcast. Well, I don't know why you're saying hello again. I'm pretty sure I spoke to you when I got here an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, you did, Cecil, but these people weren't here then, and, and this is just what you do. Yeah, yeah, I know I did, because I got out of the truck, and, and I remember thinking, uh, we need to see if Jerry is using his tractor this weekend, because cause you have got to do something about that driveway. I mean, you got four cars stuck in the mud out there. And I'm pretty sure one of them is your mama. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, mama does have the other Camaro, so really the one that's in the driveway there is just extra. But as, as soon as Doug gets around to digging that pond, he's going to give me the dirt from it. And then I opened the door, and you said, hey, Cecil. And then I said, hey, Doyle Wayne. And you offered me a sandwich. But it had yellow mustard on it, and, and you know I don't eat that nasty stuff. And, and then, then I remember thinking how... Maybe you and me ought not to even be friends since you eat that yellow mustard. And then the next thing I know, you're you're talking into a microphone saying hello to me. So I, I know I done spoke to you, but but I just can't figure out what in the devil is going on here. Now, now Cecil, I told you we were going to record a podcast. I know, and I brought my rod and reel. And we ain't even made the first cast, pod, or any other kind. What, what? Whatever that even is. Cecil, listen. A, a podcast is where people all over the world have their computers connected with wires, okay? It makes kind of a web. You mean like an old spider's web? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, Cecil. So, so, so all of these computers can talk to each other all over the world on this web. and So, and it, so it's a web that goes everywhere, all over the whole world. Now, now why is that ringing a bell? Whole world, whole world web. You mean like a whole world web? Now, 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 hang on a minute. That there's three W's in a row. Is that where they get that uh, uh, WWW from? I, you know, I think my granddaughter's got one of them. It, exactly, Cecil. Now you're talking. Now, now, listen, since all these people have their computers connected on this web, you know, they can go, their computer, they can type in that WWW, and they can listen to us here in Carroll County, and they can get all the news and find out what's been going on. What are we going to do about all the spiders? I don't think it was. What, what spiders? I mean, what are we going to do about all the spiders? If we got a web, now, we're bound to have spiders. They love them things. Every time I see a web, 
I mean, I'll kiss your foot. Uh, uh, feet. No, no, foot. Foot. If there ain't a spider on it. They spot them from a mile off. And the next thing you know, every web you've got's got spiders all over it. It's like they're drawn to them. Now, now, Cecil, I don't think it's that kind of web. It's, it's all inside the machines, you know. I'll tell you what the best thing for spiders is. What's that? A tube sock full of turnips. I mean, that'll kill them puppies graveyard dead. Cecil, I don't think we need to talk and about And if that spiders. don't work, I Cecil. turn loose a whole bunch Cecil. of little baby buzzards. Baby buzzards? Where do you get baby oh, buzzards? Oh, baby Don Miller. He, he won't tell me where or how he gets them, but... But uh, every time I have needed some buzzers, he is the man to see. You gotta get the little ones though, because the big ones are too slow. I think uh, I think he's got a few dozen at the house. If you want me to run and get them real quick. No, no, Cecil. I, I think if we start seeing spiders, we might go that route. But for now, let's just move on, cause these fine people want to know what's been going on here in Carroll County. And, and well, we got come. spiders. That's what's going on. Why don't we start by telling uh, a little bit about who we are, you know, where we went to school, who's your mama, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, okay. You mean like how my mama and daddy's George and Tina Watkins, and how you and me's first cousins, and, and how our mamas are sisters, Wodens, but but not the Searleville Wodens, that bunch of trash, and, and, and about Uncle Wayne. You are going to tell them about your daddy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we are definitely going to talk about Wayne Arthur. We can talk about all the stuff he's famous for. The dogs, the playground equipment, the business about the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, now Cecil, if we ain't careful now, we're liable to spread discouraging words about Wayne Arthur Simmons. Let's make sure everybody knows which side we're on now. You know, a lot of people like to whisper things about Wayne Arthur, but, but he's an innocent man now. In no sense. I don't care what them security cameras show or what none of them eyewitnesses or that judge says. He did not burn down that grocery store because they were out of buttermilk. No. Nope. I mean, there was a lot more to it than that. They were also out of dog food and tuna fish. And and there was no call for them to get the law involved just because he borrowed the forklift that one time. I mean, they wasn't using it right that minute anyway. And, and how else was he going to put Uncle Gene's four-wheeler up on the roof of his house? Well, then let's just go on and tell all these people about all the other stuff Uncle Wayne ain't never done, like how he never killed all them dogs. That's a, that's a perfect example, Cecil. And how he never buried a truckload of pork rinds in his backyard. Not even once. And how he never sold William Baker them two squirrels with their tails chopped off, claiming they was a famous tree-climbing squirrel dogs. Now, now, that one there, that's a story for another day, but, but you know, it ain't Daddy's fault that Jerry didn't know how to hunt with them highfalutin Italian tree-climbing dogs. You know, you, you can't just turn them loose like that. you got to keep them in a sack. And, and well, well, like I said, that's a long story. And, and how he never wore his shorts, too short. Never crossed his mind. And how he never... Well, now, that around. one there, Cecil, maybe maybe we ought not to say that one. Them, them shorts were pretty short. It was... Was plumb obscene. Yeah, yeah, you might be right about that. But he never told everybody in town that he was related to Clint Eastwood and then had people lining up, paying him a dollar and a half to send Christmas cards to him like he was Santa Claus. Well, well, it ain't his fault. They didn't know he was talking about his cousin, Clint Eastwood, from over in Arkansas, not the famous one. But I tell you what, that was the best Christmas them Eastwoods ever had now. 
they got so many cards and letters, they felt all kind of love from Carroll County. And, and you can't fault Wayne Arthur for that. No, sir. You know, it's like Daddy always says. I ain't never done nothing except, except for all, all the stuff, stuff that, that I, I did. did. I never killed no dogs. And I never burned down the grocery store. And I never paid no taxes on none of talk about that business with the tractor. What do you mean, Cecil? Well, uh, I always heard he stole Jerry Foxworth's tractor, and then he, then he run it off in the creek somewhere. Now, now, Cecil, I would expect this from that bunch of yahoos down at the convenience store, but not from my own kin. Now, you know Daddy Wayne better than that now. Yeah, I know, but uh, Jerry drove me down there one time, and uh, that tractor is still in that creek, and... And, 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 well, I don't know what else to think. Uh, you know, it's, it's all right, though. Uh, I don't think no less of him. And who, I mean, who ain't stole a tractor or two? I, I'll still be there for Thanksgiving and all. Now, now look here. We're going to clear this up right now. We can't go another minute here without clearing Wayne Arthur's name. I won't stand for it. All right, now, Doyle Wayne. Don't get your drawers in a knot. Why don't you tell everybody what really happened? 
Well, to do that, we're going to have to go all the way back to 1978. 1978. Yeah. Well, Daddy had bought a transmission from old Jerry Foxworth, and, and he had brought it over to the house with his tractor. Well, his daughter, you, you remember Cindy, don't you, Cecil? Cindy Foxworth? Yeah. Wasn't she the one missing her, uh, her left pinky finger? No, no, that was Sherry Faye. This was Cindy. She was missing her right pinky finger, remember? Oh, okay. They, they was trying to pinky swear when they was little, and, and their granny popped them with a twenty-two from across the yard, said they'd be superstitious, took off both their pinkies. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, I remember. Yeah, well, well, Cindy was getting married that night to old Ken Willisty. You remember old Ken, don't you? He used to always drive that long wheelbase Ford. Yeah, yeah, I remember that truck, because old, old Kenny had, uh, he had a long wheelbase, but uh, that truck wasn't near long enough. So, uh, me and him, we got the torch out, and we cut her in two. I mean, cut her in two, son. And and we added another six foot of frame and then put her back together. Had to use an old drive shaft from the sawmill. Son, that truck was long now. Yeah, yeah, it was. That, that truck was long. So, so they was getting married that night, and, and Jerry said he, he'd leave the tractor there and come back for her later, you know, because he had to get to the wedding. Well... Me and Daddy was there at the house trying to put that transmission in the Bronco when when all of a sudden Little Lee Baker went flying out there on the county road. And and, and that bunch from down there in the river bottom, you know, Gert Mitchum and Daybo and all them Rover Show mm-hmm. boys, you know, well, they was all piled up in Little Lee's truck mm-hmm. and they were pulling the low boy loaded down with something covered in a tarp. And, and then, mm-hmm. not two seconds later, here comes old Ken Willis in that long wheelbase Ford flying after the first bunch. And now remember, Ken's supposed to be getting married. And there really ain't no call to be going so fast down that dirt road in the first place. So, so Daddy figures them boys are up to something. People are always going too fast down that road. I remember a school bus driver used to hit about 90 right there by y'all's house. And, you, and your daddy used to put firewood out there in the middle of the road to slow them down. Yeah, he did that, old, old rascal. Well, the, the Broncos all tore up with the transmission half scattered all over the yard. And, and Mama was gone to Aunt Juanita's because somebody had a baby, I, I can't remember who, but, but she was gone in the Camaro. Mm. So the only way uh, that Daddy had to go was Jerry's tractor. Uh, so he fired that puppy up and headed down there after them boys and Ken, and he figured there was some shenanigans happening down there, and he either needed to, to put a stop to it or, or, or join in on it. You know, that's how Daddy was. Either, either way, he had, to, uh, he had to get down there. Mm. You know, it, it was his it was his duty, you know, as, as a citizen and, and as a Christian. Well, now hang on hang on now. Now uh what color was the tarp? And uh and another thing, y'all got any ancient mama syrup? What, do, do you mean Aunt Jemima syrup? Well well however you say it, do you have any? Did you look in the deep freeze? Yeah, but I didn't find none. And another thing, uh I'm also gonna need some turnip green. Claw hammer and a can of Vienna sausages. Are, are you making a bread sandwich? Well, why else would I need ancient mama sir? I, I tell you what, Cecil, we got all that stuff in the neat freezer. Let, let me show you where it is and we'll have us some dinner. We need to hear from our sponsor. Y'all, y'all hang on, we'll be right back. So, look over here. It's the third deep freeze from the left, Cecil. Did you take the wheels off of it? I put extra wheels on it. What are you talking about? Hey, watch out for that dog. He'll eat your turnip grains. He better not. I'll kill that dog. I'm telling you, I'll kill that dog better than Wayne kill that dog. <laughs> that sucker could kill some dogs now. I'll tell you what. Wait a minute. Did, did we turn that microphone off? we got to make sure we turn that thing off. We have to delete that part. Go, Wayne. Dead gum like you. 
Why are you asking me now? Delete, delete. Go delete, delete. I'm trying to find some ancient mama syrup. Hey folks, this is Chad Beauchamp of Beauchamp Outdoors. You may know me from my Saturday morning TV show where I have taught you how to catch a catfish with a five-gallon bucket and how to skin a deer with a baseball bat. But today, I'm here to talk to you about something that's near and dear to my heart. Until very recently, I was a heavy smoker. And then, someone told me that smoking isn't good for you. So I should quit. But instead of going cold turkey, I went warm tea. That's right, you heard me. I went warm tea. My friends over at Sweet Tea Sigs have found the perfect way to blend everything you like about cigarettes with everything you love about sweet tea, and it won't even kill you. But don't take my word for it. Why don't you listen to the founder of his Sweet Tea Sigs, Mr. David Sweet Tea? Hello, folks. This is David Sweet Tea. That's right. I believe in this product so much, I changed my name to Sweet Tea. Here at Sweet Tea Sigs, we don't think you should have to compromise. You should be able to smoke as many cigarettes and drink as much sweet tea as you'd like, because this is America. So we developed a product that allows you to do just that. Our cigarettes are sugar-free, nicotine-free, tobacco-free, and cancer-free, we're pretty sure. At Sweet Tea Sigs, we've removed all the bad stuff and left behind three simple ingredients. Sweet tea leaves from the local grocery store, cigarette paper from the internet, and joy from your heart. So put away your mason jars and your ice cubes and your oxygen mask and sit back and enjoy a smooth drag of sweet tea. To find out more, ask your local retailer or visit us on the web at sweetteasigs.com. That's sweetteasigs.com. Tell them David sent you. So go ahead. Enjoy a smoke. We're pretty sure it won't kill you. I was saying, Daddy, Daddy had it down there on the tractor, but but you know, Jerry, he don't put much gas in the tractor. That way, somebody wants to run off with it, they won't get real far. Well, well, she run out of gas right there at the top of that hill before you get to Dunbar Creek. You, you know, it's real steep right there, and they got that old cross-tied bridge down at the bottom. Yeah. Well, well, Daddy pulled the tractor over on the side of the road just as she give out, and and he could see little Lee and the boys at the top of the hill on the other side of the creek. Mm. And uh, well, they had blowed out a tire on that low boy, and they were they were trying to change out that tire on the side of the dirt road. Well, well, Daddy had been trying to catch up with them boys, and and there they were, just waiting to be caught up with. And but the only thing was, it it was a long way down that hill across the bridge mm. and back up the other side. And you know, Daddy's got a bad hip, and he he really didn't want to walk all that way. So, uh, well, he he put the tractor in neutral, you know, and and gave her a little shove, and he jumped up in the seat. And, and he figured he'd get enough steam going down the hill, you know, to get him back up the other side. And, uh, well, he was right about one thing. He got plenty of steam going down the hill. And, and, and uh, well, he just got plenty of steam. That hill is steep right there now. I remember the school bus driver hitting about 90 going down that hill. And, and then uh, sometimes Uncle Wayne had put a bunch of firewood down there on the bridge to uh, make him slow down. And, and the bus had hit all that wood. And it go with sliding and bouncing every which way. Well, whatever else you want to say about Wayne Arthur, he was all about safety. He was going to get people to slow down on that road. Now, now, now that old bridge is, you know, it's got a, a rise at the bottom of it. 
you know, down at the bottom of that hill. And so when Daddy hit it on that tractor, son, I mean, she went airborne. And 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 I'll tell you what, Cecil, this right here is where Wayne Arthur shows his iron, okay? Now, most people, it, it, they would jump at the chance to get to ride on a flying tractor. Uh, but but Daddy, you know, he was worried that, that, that he would break the seat. You know, when, when that tractor hit the ground, which, which it was going to do, he was worried that he would break the seat, you know, and he had give his word to Jerry that he would keep that machine like it belonged to him. And, and he wasn't about to bring that tractor back to Jerry with a busted up seat, you know. So, you know, Wayne Arthur, so at, at great risk to his, you know, own personal safety, he bailed off that tractor in midair, and, and he went down in the creek, and that tractor went on up the hill by itself. Mm, 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 son, that creek, that creek is deep now. I remember the school bus flying off in it one time. You know, after after it hit all that firewood and Uncle Wayne had put on a bridge. And uh and, and she sank in there a long ways. And, and all we could see was the taillights. I'm telling you, it was deep now. You, you ain't you ain't lying. And and now this is this is where it gets real dangerous because you know, you probably know but Daddy can't swim. Well, at least not in the traditional way. You uh you know what they say about armadillos, Cecil? No. Well, well, they don't swim so much, but they, they sink to the bottom and just, you know, walk back up where they can breathe. And I'll, I'll tell you, what, I'll kiss your foot if that ain't what Daddy did. He sunk down to the bottom of that creek, you know, he dug his cowboy boots in that mud, and, and he just walked back up on the other side. No, you lying rascal. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth. That's exactly what happened. And, and now, now that tractor made it nearly to the top of that hill, and then, and then she ran out of steam. And, and hmm. just then... Just as Daddy was climbing out of that creek, he looked and seen that tractor headed back down the hill backwards without a man at the wheel. And then, then front wheels went squirrely and cut hard to the right, and she started flipping on her side down that hill back down towards the creek. So that's how it ended up in the creek. Well, no. The, the, the tractor flipped on down that hill and landed on its side right in the middle of that old cross-tie bridge. Yeah, they'll do that. They they will. And and once they get sideways, they don't, they don't ever land back on their wheels. I mean to tell you... If you flip 20 tractors down that hill sideways, I guarantee you, not a one of them will land on her wheels. Now, I, I know because cause me and Baby Don did it one time. And and that's why you can't get down there to Bush Lake anymore. You know, because there's 20 tractors in the middle of the road. You, you can't really get around them. I mean, I, I guess you could... Uh, well, you you have to go over them, really. You can't get around. What 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 we need is a bigger tractor to push all them other tractors out of the way. But you know, somebody needs to do that. I don't I don't know who, but Sonny Boy Floyd. Well, now here we go. Now listen. Now Daddy's down there standing in the middle of the road with his boots full of mud, looking at Jerry's tractor laying in in the middle of that road. And and well, well, you know what he was thinking? Yeah, I bet he was worried about getting into a mess of spiders. Well, he never mentioned it, but but I guess he might have. I, I really think he was worried I about... I bet he was also worried about the interest rates going up. Well, well, maybe. And, but... and, and how was he going to control his cholesterol after he retired? I, I really don't think he was... I he know was... it. I know. He was worried about how them Chinese were going to finally break through that tunnel they'd been digging for a hundred years and then pop up in Kansas or somewheres and take all our hogs. Well, I don't know about all that, 
as far as I know, he was worried about that school bus coming down that hill on Monday morning, hitting that tractor laying in the middle of the road at 90 miles an hour. Yeah, I can just imagine those poor little school children, hungry, because all of China had just run off with all the pork. And, and, and all they can think about is how hungry they are, and then, bye-yow, there's a dead gum tractor. Now, now, Cecil, I don't, I just don't think a tunnel would make it all the way over here, and I just, can, can we get off the China business? Well, golly, bum. Like, like I was saying, that tractor's laying on its side, and, and he's trying to figure out how he's going to get it out of the road, and then he remembered, you know, he always carries a stick of dynamite in his back pocket, mm-hmm. just in case he needs to catch some fish real quick. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows you won't find him without it. Uh... Did I ever tell you how Uncle Wayne used dynamite to pull out a loose tooth of mine when I was over at y'all's house that time? Yeah, yeah, I know about that. I was there, Cecil, and, and, and that's how he, you know, fact business, that's how he pulled our teeth out anyway. We all know all about that, but we, we can't really get off into that right this minute. So so remember, now, Daddy, he puts that dynamite, you know, under the back end of that tractor, and, and uh, so he thought, well, I'll just give her a light, and we'll blow this tractor, and she'll she'll get right, and then we'll just drive it on back home. And, uh, well, turns out there's some things about dynamite that Wayne Arthur don't know. For all of his other qualities, he is not a dynamite expert. And I'll tell you what happened. He, he put that dynamite under the back end of that tractor, and uh, he probably shouldn't have put it under the, the fuel tank. You know, in hindsight, we can see that now. And, uh, well, I, I guess you can probably see what happened. There was a... There was an explosion, and, and, and then there was a six-foot sinkhole in that road, and the tractor went up in the air in flames and, and, and landed uh, landed down in that creek. Now, now hang on a minute, Doyle Wayne. What color was that tarp? I don't know what color. But maybe it was green or blue. Or I really don't know. But but let's uh, let's get back to the story. Now, remember, we got to get back down to that bridge where Daddy and them are at. You know, he's down there with Little Lee and that bunch and, and you know, Ken Willis. Oh, Ken. Yeah, oh, Ken. Well, turns out George and Tina Watkins had had, had been trying to sell their... Tina por- Watkins, hot dog. Yep, yep, oh, Tina Watkins. Well, George and Tina was wanting to sell the porch, you know, off their place over there on, on Tire Dump Road. You know where that's at, Cecil. No, I, I don't believe. Uh, is that the place there by the old ragged out Chevy on the side of the road? Cecil, George, Tina Watkins, Tire Dump Road. Are you sure that don't ring a bell? Shoot. You mean my mama and daddy, George and Tina Watkins? Yeah, that that's the one where you still live to this day. I thought you might recognize <laughs> well, it. Well, yeah, I recognize it now that you say it like that. You know, you said it weird the first time, and it's Tire Dump Road. If you just say it right, I wouldn't look so ignorant, you know. So, uh, so Little Lee bought Mama and Daddy's porch? Yeah. Little Lee had given them uh, $200 for that porch, and he left to round up the Robichaux boys and Davo and Gert to help him load it up. Well, Kim was on his way to the wedding. Oh, Kim. And, and when he drove by the Watkins place, and he saw the for sale sign on the porch. You know, they never took it down. Well, Kim had been needing a new porch, and so he pulled in there and bought that porch off of George Watkins for $300. And now remember, Kim was on his way to the wedding, so you know, of course, he had the low boy with him. Yeah, yeah, Kenny, Kenny won't hardly go to the bathroom without that low boy. That sucker's got more miles on it than the truck. Yeah, you're right. And well, 
so so he did have the low boy and he had plenty of straps and, and all that kind of stuff but he just didn't have the time you know he had to get down there and, and get married real quick and he figured he'd just come back for the porch later you know he'll he'll take cindy down there mm-hmm. on her way to the honeymoon and, and mm-hmm. surprise her with a new porch you know every what bride wouldn't be surprised with a new porch mm-hmm. new porch well well by the time the wedding was over and, and ken and cindy headed back to the Watkins place in that long wheelbase ford uh, Little Lee and them had had that porch loaded up and had just pulled out of the driveway, you know, on their way to the pawn shop. They was going to unload that porch, you know. And, and Ken said, you know, you know how Ken is, you know. No, we ain't having this. I promised my bride a porch, and, and I'm out $300, and Ken, Ken's going to get that porch. You know, I, you know Ken. Yeah, mm. so. Oh, Ken. So Kenny puts a hammer down on that Ford, and. And Little Lee sees him coming, and, and he figures that's somebody after him for one of them other porches he stole, you know, the week before. You know, so he puts the hammer down on that Dodge, and, and he, you know, because he bought this in fair and square, and he ain't going to give up that easy. And, well, I think you can see where this is going, don't you, Cecil? Yeah, I see where it's going. Mama and Daddy always said that porch burnt down, and I built that porch. Then, then they didn't give me a penny. Of that $500 or any of that money they want at the casino. Well, Cecil, life is full of disappointments. I mean, I've been trying to buy that Ford off of Ken for 20 years now, and he won't let her go. But at least now you know the truth, and, and really, you haven't heard the end yet. There's a happy ending coming if you'll just settle down a little bit. Dang. They told the insurance company it burnt down, too. Then they gave him $1,200 for that thing. I didn't see none of that, neither. Cecil, listen now. Remember, they're all sitting on the cross-tie bridge. Daddy Wayne and Ken and Little Lee and them Rocho boys and Gert Mitchum and Dabo. And, and, and Little Lee looks at that tractor and he says, you know, Wayne Arthur, how much will you take for that tractor? You know, she she's a little tore up right now, but I bet we can make a deal. Well, you know, Daddy's all for making deals, but he didn't feel right about selling a tractor that wasn't his to sell. You know, so he offered you know, Little Lee a 15-year lease if he'd give him that porch. And then they let Ken in on the deal, too, since he bought the porch. You know, he also paid for the porch. So, so what happened was Kenny, Ken and Cindy left to go on their honeymoon, knowing they had a half-share lease on a tractor that was only half-buried in the creek. And, and Daddy got Little Lee to drop the porch off at the house. And see, I told you, Cecil, if that ain't a happy ending, I don't know what is now. Now, wait a minute. Is that the same porch that I helped y'all put up? And Uncle Wayne offered me a share in a tractor lease instead of cash. That's the, the very one, Cecil. And see, I told you, you did get some out of the deal, too. I mean, how much use have you got out of that tractor uh, over the years? And, and just for one day's work, you know, that's pretty good. It it, it sure ain't all bad. It, it's like the Bible says, Cecil. Uh, you know, seek ye first the, seek the silver. No, wait, wait a minute. Every cloud... Every righteous cloud, every every cloud has a silver. That's what every cloud has a silver lining. I'm pretty sure the Bible don't say that, Dwayne. And you know that tractor is still right there in the creek. Ain't none of us ever got no use out of it. I don't know, Dwayne. You know I love Uncle Wayne to death, but uh, I I think he might have got the best of us all with that deal, especially old Jerry. Cecil, I think you're forgetting the number one thing you got to remember about Wayne Arthur Simmons. He ain't never done nothing except for all the stuff that he did. Well, that's that's about all the time we have for this week. Y'all, y'all come back next week. We'll be right here waiting on you. Yeah, because we sure won't be getting no tractor work done. You really?
really need to do something about that driveway. You got all them cars stuck out there, and one of them belongs to your mama. Yeah, I bet he was worried about getting into a mess of spies.